everyone has a story to share that shapes the very foundations of who we are. And sometimes these stories become obstacles that we can't move past and we find ourselves stuck. A Modern Shaman is an original podcast series that shares these stories, the shit we all go through and the ability to overcome it. Get ready to laugh, cry, and become inspired as we share and find comfort in the stories that connect us. Join your hosts, Shaman Isabella and Kimberly Harlan, each week on A Modern Shaman as they explore ways for you to discover healing, growth, and joy. Learn how letting go of trauma can open up a world full of beauty that awaits us all. So, can we ask you, what's your story? This is A Modern Shaman. Hello, and welcome back to a modern shaman with Kim and I with Isabella and me. How are you? 20th episode. Oh, it's the 20th episode. My birthday is June 20th and the solstice is on its way. Summertime, some, some summertime. Some, some. So yeah, the summer solstice renewal, uh, rebirth, uh, I was born on the 20th. Well, it's the 21st, right? So yeah, 21st. Yeah, it is the longest day of the year. It's light forever. It's. Uh, That's interesting when you say that light forever. Like I was born in the long, on, well, the day before. So, but still on the lightest day ever, or the longest light day, ever, you know. I yeah. came into this world on a day that it would be light. Yeah. Like, yeah. And you know what else? I gave birth on the solstice. Talk so, about renewal. Talk about rebirth or birth, birthing, just the whole thing. I know yeah. I think that's a great, a great little uh, connection uh-huh. that, that you and I have to the, the solstice, the summer solstice. So your son is actually on the 21st. Yes. I'm on the 20th. The other interesting thing is that major relationships in my life. So the dead husband, December 21st, winter solstice. Yes. Gloria's father, fall equinox, September 21st. My fiance that I am going to marry, Luis, March 21st. So now we've got summer, uh, we've got Winter solstice, spring equinox, and fall equinox, and I am summer solstice. So I have all four seasons within my, I don't know, yeah. within my realm. I, 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 I always trip out on that. I'm like, that's such, that's weird. So what does that mean? What does that mean to you? This, the solstice. I'm a very well-rounded individual. I don't know what that means. I just think it's trippy. I think like when you want to, you know, pay attention to the unseen world when you're looking for signs or you're looking at, you know, things like that, that synchronicities or, mm-hmm. or, or, you know, like when we were just now talking about this show today and the butterfly flute, you know, big right. orange monarch went. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. I guess we're meant to talk about that. Yeah. So paying attention to, I mean, you say that's the unseen world, although it comes out as an actual bird or 
you know, feather on the ground or penny or, or butterfly, you know, it's like the unseen world mm -hmm. talking to us through yeah. the animal kingdom. Yeah, yeah. And there's so much of that if you're just aware of it. Um, uh, numbers, numerology, oh, yeah. time, you know, yeah. when you can see 11-11 on the clock. Um, I used to see my birthday everywhere and like on a bus number or something. And, um, but it was only for a period. I believe that somebody was sending me a message from the other side. And every time I saw yeah. it, I, was, I would go to her in, immediately. But yeah, yeah. She moved I on see, and then it stopped. I see license plates numbers, like license, like when they're trying to get my attention or telling me like, everything's going to be okay. It, you know, the license plates are just constant, 222, 666. So six is a really big number for me. Um, I'm born six twenty sixty. 60. Uh -huh. My mom died. Oh, and I'm a, a six life path. Okay. My mom died six twenty six zero six. 06 on wow. my 46th birthday. Wow. Now that is like, so I'm always saying, you know, I want to, I'm, I'm changing the vibration of 666 because if everything is what you feel into, if everything is like, if you're manifesting or you're, you're feeling into something and you look at a number and it makes you have a negative vibe, shift it. Yeah. Be like, well, don't be fearful of that. It's just a number. You know, it's like, it's just a thing. It's just a whatever, whatever's causing fear. And I think that, you know, we're inundated with so much fear all the time. Just, you know, I'm, I'm fearful that I'm not as good looking as the girl on the magazine, or I'm fearful that I'm body conscious about my weight, or I'm fearful of my taxes. And, you know, taxes is a great one. So with taxes, what I do is when I have to pay a lot of taxes, I just say to myself, wow, you must have made a lot of money this year. Good girl. I learned that at a certain point also that if you are not like all mad and, and fearful and upset and pissed off about what you have to pay out, but if you find the gratitude in being able to pay what you just got to pay in this world, like that, that changes, that shifts it. Yeah. I will sit down and, you know, write out a check for whatever. And I'm like, but I have the money. I can do this. Yes. And even if that's all I've got, I can do this. And I'm years and years. I don't, I don't remember maybe 25 years ago, I started writing blessings in the memo. Oh, that's a good, I used to, I would write gratitude, right? Who's this crazy lady writing me a check? Like, like, you know, just something like, just grateful that I, yeah, I have, yeah, even if it's the only money I have, right? Yes. Gratitude. Yes. And then the more you send out in terms of money energy, it just creates space to receive more back. Well, and at this age, you know, we know, we know that the universe yeah. isn't going right. to drop yeah. us on our ass now, you know, yeah. <laughs> we know and even if it does, there's, there's going to be a reason and a lesson. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, that doesn't mean it's easy or fun or give over the lessons. Right. Okay. Yeah. First, I'm good. I've learned yeah. everything to learn. Yeah. Wood. Yeah. Okay. Wait. So, so fear. Fear. Pick, pick a card, pick a card or go fear. Yeah. But let's, let's do a good vibes card because I feel okay. like saying that 
you know, trust the universe has your back is a great time to pull a card. And okay, so I shuffled. Connect with the earth. She is your mother. Yes. So when I wrote that card, I was thinking of how we normally pray. So we can go back to the fear we were talking about, right? And, and like, get me out of this. God, I'll never do it again if you just get me out of this one, right? Or, or you know, I have so much fear and worry and anxiety. Just pray to have that taken. But we don't normally, I mean, indigenous cultures do, but normally we're, we're not putting our seeds in the ground. And there goes that same butterfly. Gosh, I wish I could turn this around. It's just flying right in a circle in the front yard. Yeah. We don't go into the earth and pray to the earth first. So what I was teaching was go to the earth first then thank yourself for coming to the planet to shift or do or be in releasing karma or whatever. And then say, thank you, God, or for beings or whatever it is you believe in. Thank you, universe. But I really believe it has to start here. It has to start. And that's when I, you know, I make the despacho ceremonies that we make at the modern shaman restaurant in Whittier little plug for that beautiful space you're in and it's to honor the earth it's to give back our prayers because literally we manifest here on earth yes and we require so much of this earth this planet but she's here for us even all the bad shit the crazy crazy even the craziest times we're in right now and you know honey that leads perfect into our topic for today I know, I know you, you touched on fear and I think um, that- Not our topic for today. No, but, no, 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 but my fear- Yeah. Feeds into the topic for today because I'm afraid of what we're gonna talk about. I also feel like this card I just pulled, you know, connect to the earth. The earth gives us plants. The earth gives us everything. Yeah, food, shelter, water like everything. So we, I have built a whole business off of plant-based food. There's a different um, aspect of the way plants gift to us to create growth and evolution at the soul level. So we're gonna talk about plant medicine today. Uh, again, I am, I have fear about this whole subject. So why? I, why do you have, for you. I really, yeah. But okay, well, well, let's, yeah, let's ask the question first, why you have fear. And then you can ask me questions and I will tell you all my deep, dark secrets. Okay. I am not um, like prudy or anything like that about um, what people choose to do to their bodies. The only thing that upsets me is when people um, damage them through eating like crap and, um, and smoking, you know, ingesting toxins. And why would you do that to yourself? But we're, we're basically raised in this country to do that. We are groomed to get sick. Hold, that's a whole, a whole other show. That's a whole other show right there. Um, I would 
probably be more willing to jump out of an airplane and go skydiving really? than, than to ingest something that people say will open my mind or 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 alter your consciousness alter my consciousness maybe that's it it's a control thing i don't know yeah could be uh so let's talk about ayahuasca okay number one so start um, off with the big dog so there's yes ayahuasca so many people ask me you know oh you've been to peru oh you work with shaman you yo, you have a restaurant called modern shaman like have you done ayahuasca because i just did it yesterday i'm like how are you sitting here right now like, what, you, what is this so there's also that there's this um this there's a great documentary on uh it used to be on netflix called the last shaman um and it's it's about tourism ayahuasca so yeah. people who have just treating you know just treating it as uh, you know, smoke some weed, let's do, uh, or, or do ayahuasca. And I, I know it, it needs to be ceremonial. It needs to be respected. So how does that all work? Okay. So I'm like, where do I start? I have so much to say just about that one plant. But so I did my first journey and I heard about ayahuasca for the first time in 2007 here in, in 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 at home in peru okay you're in peru i'm in peru my first time down there with the four winds uh -huh. and uh drank uh, you know not a lot it was a big group and you know enough but not a okay, lot. so I have I'm going to just going to keep interrupting you to get little yeah. clarities along the way. Um, I have seen it before. I've been invited to do it. I'm like, ah, um, it looked to me like a big jar of brown, muddy shit water. Is that accurate? That's accurate. OK, it's a taste um, that you will never forget. Tastes nasty and still feel it going down my throat. Um, so you know i tripped you poop you throw up i mean okay. i'm out oh it's right a there. whole thing it was extremely cleansing extremely cleansing so i had you know i had an okay experience i had some peruvian shamans visit me in my visions uh people had like wild stories they came out of i didn't have all that i had one guy fought with the serpent all night and then died and then realized he'd be given up earlier and just died earlier he would have had a better trip you know wait this is a guy okay so are you in a group a like group. a room full of people then yes. you're all on ayahuasca outside in like a underneath thing i remember crawling underneath jungle uh no this was like part of alberto violdo's four winds illuminati trip it's illuminati that's not what it's called Stop. <laughs> I was going to say, oh, that's, trip. That, that is a great word. Too. Mm, that's what it the illumination trip, maybe. Okay. Maybe it's, it was called, I don't know, but it's okay. called the same thing now. I am probably because we learned the technique of illuminations. I bet you anything it's called okay. the illumination trip. That makes but, sense. Hey, I don't know. It could be the Illuminati trip. Okay. And so you're in a, you're in a, a group. 
I and was then, in this group. Are there people like taking care of you and monitoring you and helping you poop and barf? And no, nobody was helping us do shit. No. Mm-mm. Okay. Side side on our own. Okay. This was my first experience. Okay. Um, while still on that trip in 2007, I, I was introduced to my San Pedro shaman. Okay, San Pedro, what's that? Pedro is, okay, so let's talk about the difference, right? So there's much to me, and yes, there's Iboga and peyote and all kinds of stuff I haven't done. Um, But my three, mushrooms, San Pedro, Wachuma, was called uh, Wachuma, um, and ayahuasca, right? So the first thing I did was ayahuasca in 2007, and I met this woman, Uh, who became my very, very close friend. And I would fly her out here to do San Pedro ceremonies. And I started doing San Pedro ceremonies for people. And people told me I could do ayahuasca and I wouldn't, I wouldn't touch that. No, thank you. But Wachuma, San Pedro, I could do. And then mushrooms. I've I've led those. So you, so you have a preconceived notion about ayahuasca, just like I do. So did you you really need the, uh, really, to me, you need a trained jungle shaman and I, I bless you guys out there that are serving ayahuasca and you can handle it and all the entities and all the all the things that ha- I bless your heart happy that you can do that not my not my scene for me it's like mushrooms is the mildest psilocybin pedro is the next step up and okay. ayahuasca is the mother load so okay. ayahuasca is the feminine vine it's mixed with something called chagruna root uh, San Pedro is the masculine cactus and that's made a different way. And then we all know, pretty much all know psilocybin and mushrooms. To me, they were all very similar experiences. One's just very weak mushrooms, one's sort of middle ground and ayahuasca, mind blowing, depending. So I've done it a lot, done a lot of ayahuasca. Why? I don't know. Because I, I, I don't know. I, I was having these experiences, and they were life changing. They were life changing experiences. Not every single time. Sometimes it was whatever, but I always felt like I, 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 I expelled the energy of the states. And and people would say, "Well, don't you do it in the states?" And yeah, people, yeah, no, I, I would. Okay, I'm sorry. Medicine. The United States. Yeah, to me, not your not medicine. your mental states or your emotional oh, the state states. In the, okay, in the United States. <laughs> now, one time, an ayahuasca shaman reached out to me. He was doing ceremonies in Oregon and asked me to come, and I went to that, and it was interesting. Um, but just like I thought, my vibe doesn't want to drink here. My vibe wants to drink in Peru. So there's many, many stories, but the, the, the biggest one for me, which I really wanted to talk about today, and I could probably write a book on all these stories, but one year, I guess it was, God, that's a good story too. But um, one year, I don't know what year it was, and probably 2009, I think it was 2009. Okay. And we were, on uh, something called Monkey Island. So we're all laying out on blankets in the sand, in the jungle. And the shaman who was a master, Panduro, 
and he's since passed on, bless his heart. Was he Carol? Uh, he wasn't, no. Don't, Carol don't do ayahuasca. I didn't think so. Carol, Carol if they would, they would do San Pedro because they're from okay. the mountains. Okay. They're, uh, they're in the Andes Mountains. So that's where the, uh, you know, uh, that's where the cactus grows. The ayahuasca and chikaruna root grow in the jungle. Got it. So he was saying, start at your birth. As the medicine starts to come into your system, ayahuasca will take you through your life and stop you where you need work. So Ooh, that sounds interesting. It was so interesting. So I went through the trip in my life and then all of a sudden I was lying and this actually happened, okay? I was lying on a balcony in between two doors. Okay. My hands like this. Like you, like a corpse? I like you're like, a coffin with your cell. Hands with crossed my, over your heart. My toe on the screen door of the other house and the little latch going ting, ting, ting. And the police standing with my soon-to-be husband with a picture of me saying, I'm literally, this actually happened, okay? <laughs> this, this is a real story that happened to me. I'll back up a minute. I'll tell you the story. So my heroin dealing husband had just got a big load of heroin and they were in the back room cutting it up. And I was supposed to be on point looking for cops. Oh okay. So okay. I'm 14 years old. I've got on this little tiny wraparound long skirt, a little tiny tube top tied here. And there's shit everywhere. Television sets, clothes, like stolen goods everywhere. I'm sitting at the huge picture window, like I'm sitting at now looking, not thinking cops are coming, you know what I mean? But I'm probably smoking a joint, looking, I, and here they come, cop cars on both sides like this and a helicopter. Oh my God. Ran to the back of the room and I go, oh God. cops are here. And I ran out of the door, squished down because it's okay. So there were stairs that went up to the apartment. Okay. So there was a balcony, adjoining balcony with my girlfriend lived next door with her boyfriend. Okay. I went out of the balcony. I banged on her door. She was there just a few minutes before. So she knew what was happening. And, and, she, and she didn't, and I laid down, like it all happened like in a flash and the cops were underneath me banging on the door, right? So my husband, well, soon to be husband thinks I'm gone. He thinks I'm next door. I can't house. I'm lying like this and I and I can't let the 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 screen door close because they'll hear it downstairs. So I've got my toe, the big toe on the screen door, her screen door, the latch going. The our screen door was closed. Those bal balconies came out of it was on Clinton Avenue in Hollywood uh, out of a closet, right? So him and the cop are standing in the closet above me, imagine like this, and I can hear everything they say. Mm -hmm. And I'm right there, just not trying not to breathe. And he says, have you seen this girl? Her parents are worried about her. And my husband says, yeah, I, I, I saw her around here for a while, but I haven't seen her recently. And he said, the cop goes, well, she's a runaway. So if you see her, please call me. Here's my card. And he leaves. That's why they were there, not because of stolen TVs and heroin. 
oh, oh it's all you, girl. Oh my God. Everything that was okay. That was a lot. And so, and that so, was a lot. no way. It gets better now. Here we go. Oh, now That's I'm great. in the jungle. So here we are, 100 years later. I'm in the jungle. Okay. And I'm lying there, and ayahuasca makes me stop right there. At that scene that in your head? Scene in my life. Okay. And with ayahuasca, I stand up and I open the door and I tell the cop, here I am. And he takes me, I'm going to cry. <laughs> and he takes me home to my mom. And I live a different life. Wow. And so that shifted me in such a profound way wow. that after that experience, I was a different person. Like I had cleared the trauma and the addiction and the battered wife and all the things I put myself through to be the shaman I am today. But it, it just shifted me. And the rest of the experience was a beautiful experience. I, I, I don't even remember. I just remember going home to my mom, everything being okay, me staying. And then I think I probably just started seeing colors and tripping out on the ayahuasca or whatever happened. And then a story I told in a show not too long ago about victim mentality and, and right. claiming my, myself back from this woman who right. was my best friend. It was right after that experience. Right. So the person that I was when I went with her on that trip, who was empowered woman that had got her life together and had been together for 20 years, still was not whole, still was victim until that experience. It, that ayahuasca took me out of that experience so quickly that when she you know, did what she did, I was able to see her in a different light and not be open to that behavior anymore. It was profound. So yes, I went back and did it again. And, and, uh, and then I was asked to speak at an ayahuasca conference in the jungle in Iquitos in 2010, I think it was. And so I'm in this all oh, the big bad ayahuasquero men, like, and I'm nobody's translating for me, you know. I'm just <laughs> this, this blonde lady you know. from Orange County. That's so funny, right? And I didn't know what to do. I was like, I, I really like. They all got up and talked about their ayahuasca and come and drink with me. And this was the beginning of the tourism ayahuasca. Oh. Next year they're killing. Oh. <sighs> God. Okay, that kind of makes sense why they put you up there. So I went and I did a live healing. So I was like, I'm just going to do what I do. I talked a little bit about my past and couldn't understand me, whatever. I got the guy from the audience, did it. And I have photographs of that. I have photographs of me giving that kid a healing on that stage. The only person who came up to me after was an old, old Ayahuasquero woman with missing teeth. And she came up, she was a little tiny woman. She came up to me and she was like, la luz, la luz, I blah, blah, blah. And she went on and on. And I know what she was saying was, you are the light and I can see your light. I see what you did for that man on stage and I can feel you. And I, I mean, I could feel everything she was saying. 
And I know La Luz means the light, but it was a beautiful, profound experience. Wow. And I met a man named Javier Arevalos, who I think is written about in books. And I went, uh, I went to drink with somebody else. Um, and that's how I found out about how it was a trip. I found that there, there was energy being shut, you know, like it was, it was a hard time for Iowa ghettos. And I, I helped him clear his lodge. I put mirrors up. Like I, I helped one of the people whose kids was like, like there was something about me and medicine woman that I didn't really want to step into. But when I was put in that scene, I, I just, I had to, and I did. And uh, that Javier I drank with him, I think, a different time. And he was the one that named me the golden condor. He was like, have this thing, right? Like, mm -hmm. he's hitting me on the head with this bush. I don't know. And he's like, oh, oh you, you shaman. Oh, oh, you good and data. You golden condor, you know? And he blew in my head all this gold. And some guy lying there was watching and it told me the next day, because I you can't understand what anyone's saying. And he, oh, he blew all this gold in your head. You just lit up. Like, wow. And on his land, because you got to get up and poop, right? Like you don't know where it, the bathroom is in the jungle or even if there is a bathroom. And I don't know, I somehow stumbled out of the hut. I kid you not. I saw pygmies. There was nothing there. But I saw, think of like when you make the children at, at um, Christmas time that are like this, right? But pygmies. So like all, little, little dark. You mean like little cutout paper cutouts? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a paper cutout. And they yeah, go like this. Figures that are, yeah, that are all. They're like this. And they yeah. direct me to the bathroom. So they were the jungle spirits because oh. would not have found the bathroom without those little guys. All okay. doing okay. Okay, so trippy, so, right? Oh God, I could go on. So, so trippy. I, so, in this moment where you basically saw an alternate uh, reality or a different timeline, where you went back home to your mom and you didn't get married at fourteen and you didn't go into a life of drugs and end up in prison. Yeah, is that like fifty years of therapy? Yeah. In a, in 60 seconds? I mean, was it, was that, that's what I got from that. And I have a huge therapy. Oh, it wasn't 60 seconds, it was more. It was hours? It lasts like four to eight hours. So I was, I was on that beach for a long time, but yeah, I mean, it seems like a second, but it was a lot of process, but yeah, it is. Why people do it? I, I think. Um, it is why people do it. Yeah. But they, but they do it hoping that will happen. Does that always happen? Or sometimes do you just. It doesn't uh, happen. It depends uh, on where you and you trip and, and you see, like you said, you just say, oh, I it the whole time. And yeah, I mean, I've taken people on journeys. I had a doctor uh, and she could not. She kept doing shots of it. She could not. Why do you think? The control of her mind. Or, like you know how um, sometimes your spirit guides will only show you what you are supposed to see or understand in that moment. Maybe it was not for, maybe yeah, it's I not for her. I didn't, I didn't feel that with her. I felt she could not let go of her mind. And I wonder if that would be the same for you. 
that you might be, there are those few people that just cannot let go of their mind. Yeah. I, I had already done so many drugs. I'd already done acid. I'd already done mushrooms. I'd already done heroin. Again, I, you know what I mean? Like, I think it was easier for me. Um, and my first San Pedro experience, I watched the worlds open up. Okay, what does that mean? What, I, so what is, how do you, how do you um, ingest San Pedro? It's a cactus? Drink it the same, yeah. So they like uh, peel it and cook it. They peel the cactus, they cook okay. it. However many hours they have to have a certain number of rings around. It's a very, it's a very yeah, technical thing. kind of process. Okay. And in Cusco, when they conquistadors came and they first had San Pedro, it was called Huachuma. And when they did it, they felt like St. Peter had opened the gates of heaven and they named it San Pedro. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that's that story. Okay. Um, but I, I don't know. I was tripping and I what does was that mean? tripping. I don't know. I, you know, I was on it and I was like watching my friend cook in the kitchen. I wasn't really with the guests that were drinking. Okay. I'd already done a little, I uh, already been through a whole trip of the care on the mountains and being like, you know, and then staying a few days after and getting caught up at the witch's market and having I, I had a lot a lot of big initiations in my first time super i'm sitting with her and kind of not really feeling it but just a little and i walked in it started raining and i watched the worlds open it was like a whole other dimension opened up in front of me like the world, I can't even explain it, Kim. It was like the world opened and I went through. It was like a vast universe on the other side. I just saw, you know, it just was not, it was a portal. It was not where I was. And she says, after that, I took all the guests and lined them up on all of them. I don't remember. I barely, kind of. I kind of remember seeing bodies, but lined like this in the night. And I'm blowing things in them. And I'm, I mean, whatever initiation I had, even though I negated it for three years and said, I'm not doing this to work. I'm not doing this to work. I'm only doing this for my own benefit, for my own soul, for my own self, for my own sense of religion or spirituality. I'm only doing this for me. Yeah. I'm never going to work on anybody. I don't want yeah. that responsibility. Yeah. When I was in an altered state, I, I would. I've, so, so maybe the veil, it thinned the veil between who you are in this flesh and bones situation in this life. Um, do you think you, I already know the answer. Like, do you think you've had past lives as a shaman? Oh, in, you're right. 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 I had one. Past like, life. It does come very naturally to you. I even though know. all the other shit, the reality of this. This. Yeah, I had a past life soul retrieval once when I was first, first starting and negating everything, even though people were feeling better, they would go, that's not real. I'm too much of a Gemini in my brain. I'm like, that's not happening. Wow. So I would do past life soul retrieval and tell this girl, I don't know why, but I heard total, we're not in Kansas anymore. And I see you like pot in the poppy fields, like Dorothy and the Wizard of Oz. She goes, you do know I'm from Kansas, right? 
Of course. Yeah. Like, no, I had no idea. So, you know, people were getting better and I was, so I had to get a healing for myself because I didn't like the way that felt. I wanted to move forward. At that point, it had been three years and, you know, I kind of mixed up my journeys, like the pain at the beginning and the last story I told you was three years in, but whatever, regardless. Um, healer, you were a shaman in a past life who died early on but you're very, very confident. You died really young at like 14, but you were really uh, helpful to the tribe. And I see you like sitting cross-legged with your staff. So each time that we brought this piece of you back, each time you do a healing, you're only supposed to say, good job. And he will grow up. This part of you will grow. And I was like, That's that's cool. So even though I was not good enough, negating what I was doing, I stopped and I listened and I thought about that part of me from a past life. And I said, good job. But for a long time, I always said it wasn't me. It's spirit. It's not, I, I, it's not me. I'm not doing this. And I had a, a teacher one time, she told me, you're still negating your power and you're still in victim when you say that. Mm. I was like, what? She yeah. goes, yeah, you're not owning that you chose to come here. Right, right. Experiences and embody this shaman, then you're still, you're still victimizing yourself. <laughs> There's been so many lots of Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. And then mushrooms, you know, everybody now is microdosing. Everybody wants to do San Pedro. Everybody wants to, I used to have big ceremonies here at the house. I had like 10 camp, like tents. People would come here and drink San Pedro. I'm good. I'm good at serving San Pedro. So you would only do ayahuasca yeah. in Peru energy, I, right? But I, you'll do San Pedro in your backyard. Yeah. I, yeah. This, this is a San Pedro house. I moved here, flew Leslie out here, and she served San Pedro when I, I still hadn't unpacked yet. Like we had all these people, you know, tripping on and having experiences on San Pedro. It was beautiful. But you know, there comes a time where there's a time to, there's a time and a season for Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. Solstice. Um, Do you, do you feel like, um, San Pedro has the same, I guess, benefits, um, that ayahuasca does? Are they different? How, like, are they kind of interchangeable? I know you said like ayahuasca is mind blowing stronger or a stronger experience. So to me, which is weird, this is weird, right? Because it's the masculine, it's softer. Ayahuasca, which is feminine, is harsh. (laughs) That cracks me up in a way. Yeah, to me, San Pedro is very gentle. you, You still get the lesson a year later. Well, with all plant medicine. Okay. So there's no need to continue to do it back to back to back to back. It, it, it'll, it can last a whole year or a whole lifetime. You oh, do it nice. once and that's it. My thing was when it, around that time when the, it was tourism and all these people were doing it here uh, and kids were getting blown out and then they were sort of in the streets and, and coming over here and I was like helping them realign their spirit. So that was my no judgment. Like great that ayahuasca is coming out and being seen it but really feel into 
who is the best person for you? You know, is 25 people in a room conducive to my spirit? Is that what's best for me? Yeah. Um, it is a huge, huge money-making thing. And that's fine. Um, I charge a lot for my services. I, it's Money's just energy. But just really not just, oh, they're drinking ayahuasca and let's go. And it's not a party drug. It's not a drug. It is a medicine. And when used properly, it can have a very, very profound effect. And I've seen people cure cancer with uh, San Pedro. I'm not advertising that. I'm not saying that you can. But I have seen lots and lots uh, at, at, uh, at Leslie's place, a lot of... Lot and of then uh, third, I just want to jump back real quick to psilocybin. Um, somebody gave Michael, my husband, um, some little microdose, some little capsules. They've been sitting, that was during COVID. They have been sitting in my cupboard next to the vitamins for two and a half years now. I won't do it. So what is it like to microdose? I, I did take psilocybin, I did take mushrooms once, 19 years old, went to Disneyland. The, the cl cliche, you know, stupid young person, um, uh, adventure, freaked out. My boyfriend freaked out. We had to leave to Disneyland and couldn't find our car in the parking lot anywhere. That was just like yeah. my only experience with it. Um, but so Honestly, I to get I'm, that. I've never microdose. I don't, I don't know. Um, oh. I think of Korea. I have homeopathic ayahuasca and homeopathic San Pedro. Um, and that sort of lightly shifts your reality. Not, and I think that's probably what microdosing does. Mushrooms for me is like, I don't know, I just laugh and pee my pants, and I don't really. I don't, I, you know. Okay, a lot of peeing and pooping with this plant medicine. <laughs> so you did say this very, uh, it's very cleansing. Is that like literally? There well, I don't cleansing know. Cleansing those intestines? Ayahuasca is, I don't know about the rest, but I am a big proponent of plant medicine. I am. I, I think marijuana has its, its upsides. I think it also has a big downside because it's addictive. And I know people say it's not addictive and it's not the gateway drug and blah, 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 blah. But I've seen it grasp people and then them not be able to stop, have to wake up and do it and have to go to sleep. I can't do it. We can't sleep without it and then get depressed and feel low and down. So it stops having that euphoric um, self-medicating thing. So I love marijuana. Uh, I just started smoking it again. I haven't smoked in forever and I smoked a little bit and it worked for me. And I was like, yes, in the evening, you know, there's no, I have nothing to do. And, you know, I, I mean, I'm like now the one hit wonder, but yeah, I used to, I mean, I used to smoke joints. I'd wake up, light a joint. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I did that until I was 25 all through college also and then had the experience one day where I thought I was going to die. I had to get in my bed under the covers and hide from the world and I it scared me so bad and it was such a profound negative experience that I've never touched it since. Yeah, that kind of happened to not that drastically, but I was just like not liking it. 
So for the yeah. past few years, I've just have not liked it. Also, I don't really like the smoke in my lungs. Like I, yeah, yeah. I'm going to be 63. Yeah. So. yeah. But you know, all in all, everything in moderation, guys, like really trust your intuition. If somebody offers you something, muscle test it, hold it up to your body. You know, you can see if that stuff is still good by holding it up to your body and see if you vibrate. If you fall backwards, don't do it. If Michael falls forwards, he can do it. It's probably yeah. not much of anything. Um, okay, interesting. So, okay, if somebody was interested in um, learning more other than about plant medicine, um, I mean, other than just basically Googling it, do you have any suggestions for, because you, this has made me, kind of think about it in a different way. If I could, that your story about hearing the cops come to your house, not to bust out anybody because there's heroin in the house, but to just find us a 14 year old uh, runaway who, think, who thinks she's, you know, a woman that can handle the world. And she's grown up. Yeah, like if you could have. I mean, you know, I, I, I don't know where you research. I, like I say, just trust your vibe. You know, you can email me and, and if I do one again, I'll let you know, or if I ever takes anyone down to the jungle or to Peru again, I'll let you know. Um, and for you, sweetheart, if I, if I ever do San Pedro again, I think you'd, you would do well. I would have to, um, this, yeah, for me, it's just about making the decision yes or no to do it. And then I, I think I'd be in because I'd have, so, I know so that I'd good. have to relax. This is good. If you're asking yourself this question, audience members, ask yourself why you want to do it. Write down three reasons, journal about it, and then ask ayahuasca, ayahuasca to come into your life. What they say is when you're introduced to ayahuasca three times, it's you're ready for it. Like if somebody, if three different people come up to you and, it, and we're like, you know, introducing you to this, or I'm going to go do this, or do you want to, have you ever heard of it? So then, then it means that ayahuasca has actually come into your life. So then you write about it and you ask the spirits and go from there. I have a great story to end this with. So can I answer your question? Um, Victoria sent me a TikTok, my youngest daughter, uh, sent me a TikTok the other day about a plane crash. Have you heard of this in the Amazon jungle? No. So there were seven people on a plane. Is this, uh, is this recent? Yes. Recent. Ooh, I'm going to go look. I have an obsession with plane crashes. I seven. can't tell you. Do you really? I I have, that's a show yeah. for another day. Okay. Um, so seven people on a plane, two of them died. Four of them were children. Oh, I did hear about this, but I didn't know that it was Amazon. I just saw the headline last night when I was falling asleep. And for 40 days. For 40 days. And they, they couldn't find the children, right? From 10 months old to 13 years old. Okay. What happened? When they finally found the children 40 days later, what happened was... They're indigenous children, so they knew how to survive in the jungle. And the grandfather said, a spirit 
The spirit of the jungle has them. Even though they kept finding clues, like they found a baby bottle, they found a comb, they found a something else. So even though they kept finding clues, they couldn't get, they couldn't, they couldn't find them. And so the grandfather said, a spirit of the jungle has them. And so you won't find them until you come to the spirit of the jungle and ask the spirit to return the children. And so they did, and the children were returned. Oh my God, I have chills all over my body. I love that story. And it shows that indigenous children are going to survive in this world. When the world does whatever the world's going to do, we don't start teaching our children how to survive in, in, in whatever. Yeah, to, to connect to the earth because she is your mother. Right? Yeah. Perfect, perfect card for an ayahuasca San Pedro mushroom journey yeah. today. And I am going to say this is not the end but it is the end of our first season yes episode 20 is uh season one of yep. a Salmon, and we are going to pick it back up very soon and we really want to hear from you guys so we want to yeah, know we need to like what we uh if you're listening to this maybe you're coming in and you haven't listened to the other 19 episodes, or maybe it's the opposite, but please, 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 you know, um, rate the shows, write a little review, let us know what you think. It really helps the show grow and we need to grow right now. Right, or it's not so much, yes, we wanna grow, but what I wanna know is what do you want us to talk about? What do you wanna hear? Yes, dominantabella.com. So, is my website, shamanisabella.com or shamanisabella at gmail.com. Go to shamanisabella at gmail.com and drop us a line and say, hey, this works for me. Hey, this doesn't work for me. Hey, this is what I'd love for you to talk about in your next season. Uh, wrap your next season around this or that or, or whatever. And, you know, we struggled in the beginning with sound quality and getting out here with, you know, the video. And now the sound is good and the video is great. And we're on YouTube and we're excited to bring you more content, but we really want to know what you want to hear and what you want. Absolutely. To hear. So. Absolutely. Because this show is not just about us. It's, it's about all, every people's stories. And it's not about us at all. And like, you know, it was a collection of women's stories and of four women and about women. And, and I, you know, we've had transgender and I'd, I'd even, I'd like to open it up to all, you know, all people, all people who are interested in storytelling and learning more about spirituality or, you know, wanting to challenge their religion and have more access. I mean, I've had, you know, I have Jewish clients, Christian clients, Catholic clients, atheists, agnostics. And, you know, I've had so many Christian clients that say, you know, you've made my God bigger. Mm. You've helped me get a deeper connection with the God of my own understanding. And to me, that, to me, that's important to me, how you want to show up in the world is important, how I can help you be more authentic or be more in your skin or be, or have a happy life. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's the goal. It's so hard. It's actually impossible, but, but to find those glimpses of happiness and joy and beauty 
um, and that uh, to walk with beauty is shamanism. Funny, it's funny you say that to walk with beauty is shamanism, but it's funny you say that it's not possible for some people because I don't believe that. I believe that, yes, we have our trials and our tribulations and yes, we can choose the amount of time we want to stay in that vibration and we can pull ourselves out and the reality might be showing up like this, but I'm just going to be grateful and I'm just going to be happy and I'm just going to find something that brings me joy. This crystal right here is bringing me joy. So I'm going to touch it and I'm going to hold on to it and I'm going to watch the butterfly and I'm going to stay in the present moment and I'm not going to go into the past or dwell about the future or look at the bank account or worry and right. have fear around anything because that's what they want. <laughs> right. That, you know, that whoever they are, you right. know, that's what they want me to feel. And what do I want to feel? And what do I want to put on the earth? And how do I want to ring my bell and talk to the fairies and be in this alternate universe? I don't, I don't want to. It's I, I don't have a lot of time left on the planet. Right. I know. 63. I'm seven years away from 70. I don't know how much more time I have. So however much more time I have, I'm not going to do what I've been doing. Yeah. I'm not going to do what I did you know, for so many years of beating myself up, not feeling good enough and not being happy. Yeah. Okay. Your, your ayahuasca story completely blows my mind and, and makes me feel differently about what that is. Shift your shit. Yeah. Shift your shit. Your shit. Hey, that, that one did well. The shift your shit. Episode. (laughs) Well, the journey into shamanism did and uh, sober curious people are interested in that so what are you interested in please reach out to us we've actually thought about going live on youtube um or tiktok or something like that where you guys can do questions and answers like you ask us questions that would be fun the only thing with that is if it starts getting busy which happened to me in 2020 i had so many people that i was pulling cards for and I, I couldn't keep track. So we need like a moder, mod, mod, moderator, moderator, moderator. Yes, yes. Somebody to watch the chat box and tell us who's up next and what's what. So okay. anyway, until, anyway. The next time, until next time, please go to Whittier and eat beautiful. Yeah, guys, come on by. Please, like, once again, do rate the show. Uh, tell us what you like, what you don't like. We're, we're open to all of it. Love you all. Email, um, email, email. Yeah. Yeah. at gmail.com. You can find these shows at shamanisbella.com, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all kinds of places. We're everywhere. Apple is the only place you can leave a review, but you can email us and tell us what you think. What you, yeah, what do you really that think? works too. Yep, for sure. All right. Love That's you. Again. So fun. Okay. Bye. Not over.